0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Alphabet Scoop, 95 googles weekly recap and discussion of the biggest Google-related news. And this week, it uh, we're taking biggest quite literally. Uh, I'm Kyle Bradshaw, and I'm joined here with my colleague, Abner Lee. How have you been, Abner? Good, and indeed, we are
1: talking about the biggest news. Uh, we're talking about the Pixel Tablet this week. It's finally here. There, it has been a long wait. Um, Google before the pixel series of course they had two generations of nexus 7 uh there's a nexus 10 then a nexus 9 and then the pixel c all of these ran android devices
0: all of these... the pixel c was not supposed to be a pixel in an android device at first but that's a story for another day everybody some people know that one already yes um so yeah that Google
1: had this long history before they made the Pixel phone. Um, and then 2016, the entire hardware effort was rebooted, was restarted, was simplified. And they came out with the Pixel Slate running Chrome OS. And this was a device that we wanted to love, that we had high expectations for, you especially as a development device mm-hmm. with access to Linux. But that did not come to pass. Of course um there are performance issues uh, born out of the chip out of the core m3 i forgot the generation it was so long ago just being a poor chip that made that entry what was it 499 device just bad and i don't know how
0: how many they even made of those but it was not a good oh, experience. Yet. Oh, the entry one, the actual entry one that was running on a Celeron. The actual, yes. Wow, that one, you... that one got pulled from the market because uh, that, yeah, that was just a cursed piece of hardware, and it. It's no surprise that Google took this long to make another tablet of any variety, just because of how poorly the Pixel Tablet, sorry, the Pixel Slate, did.
1: Mm-hmm. It was. They took their time. They apparently canceled some stuff uh, in between because of the pixel slate, um, but that was the past. And the present, I would say, started when we reported last March, March of 22, that Google was working on a Nest Hub with a detachable screen um, at this time That's all we knew. That was a piece of hardware. And the big question going in was we were wondering what OS was this running? And we, at time, it seemed that Google was working to optimize uh, Cast OS, the, the Cast layer. It added a keyboard, for example. There's like a quick settings we designed. And that was an interesting period where we thought that that's what this tablet could be running
0: as a nest up yeah i i kind of missed that period i would have rather seen that because that would have meant that at some point that tablet would have been running fuchsia and that would have been a fascinating world to live in to just like oh yeah you know i'll just browse the web on my fuchsia tablet it'll be cool no worries but nope we're we're not in that we're not in we're not in the good timeline i don't know if you've all noticed dear listeners but we're not in the good timeline <laughs> oh
1: but yeah so yeah uh Two months or so later, I.O. came and we had this very surprising reveal of a Pixel Tablet that none of us were expecting, uh, that Google was saying that here's the Pixel Tablet. They showed what it looked like. It's, they said it was running Tensor um, and it was coming in 23 in what was one of the longest teases of hardware ever because, again, that was May. Um, they said it was coming in 23 uh, during the Pixel Fall, uh, the Fall event in October, they had to do another section about it. They gave a, a bigger preview. They they talked about more of the specs, but they didn't let anybody use it um, still. So that was October, and then it ended up when Google said it was coming in 2023. They meant it was a four year. It was a four years wait from announcement to actual availability and on top of that it was another month for it to actually release which i, I definitely feel should have come out much sooner
0: right i mean it wasn't a, i don't think it was always a plan because we showed previously that uh, there were two separate pixel tablet uh models like there was one that was going to run on the pixel 6's uh tensor and then they upgraded that to the pixel 7's tensor g2 so I, I'm sure that was part of the uh, the calculus here. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, that. But uh, but more importantly, Abner, you have one of these in your hand. Yes. Uh, I, I want to hear more about this. <laughs> yes. That that preamble
1: of the way that history of the way which we love, of course. I have history. the Pixel Tablet. I'm holding the Pixel Tablet. Uh, by the time the review comes out, I would have had it for just under two weeks. It was a nice review process. Um I am holding the Lowe's Pixel tablet, of course. Uh you can't see me right now, but I am holding it. <laughs> and it so during the hands-on uh when I got uh before IO when I used it, um I thought it was the coating was a bit this nano ceramic coating on top of the aluminum layer Uh, the aluminum body, I should say, felt a bit cheap, felt a bit plasticky, but in using it for these uh, past few weeks, the very curious and weird nuance I got was when the tablet is physically cool, when you've had it in a room for when it's just been laying there and it's in a semi-cool room, it feels like a really premium tablet. This nano ceramic coating that's supposed to feel like porcelain—I'd give them—I'd give them that that porcelain feel. It, the, the grippy texture—I would give it all of them, saying they accomplished it. But again, this is pretty weird. When the tablet gets warm, uh, either because of Tensor G2 or just extended usage, or you're watching a video for two hours, a movie for two hours. Anything will get warm after two hours. Of course, um, it kind this this nano ceramic coating feels horrible. It feels cheap. It feels it ooh. It feels super sandy, super powdery, and I just want to clean it off. But the powdery feel is always there. It's I I,
0: I can't say I've experienced any material like this before. I I wish I could relate. Like that that sounds so. So it's definitely not anything like the Pixel 5's coating, right? Because that was supposed to be a bio resin with similar goals. But you're saying that it's nothing like the Pixel Five.
1: It's powdery. It's it feels powdery all the time. That there's powder. There's like a layer of dust on it. It's like it just feels like that all the time. And it's bearable when this tablet is cool. When it's cold. But at other times, it's just sticky. It feels grimy. I don't know if you if you have sweaty hands. It's it ooh. It's not ideal. And I at times I just wish this was a metal. It's just a standard metal tablet.
0: So, uh, out of curiosity, I, and I know I'm asking the wrong person this question, but uh, I know the Pixel Tablet also has a case available. Yes. Uh, how, how does that How does that case <laughs> feel? <laughs> I know I'm asking the wrong person, but how does that case feel? Is the case better than using it uncased? Is it more comfortable? Less powdery, weird
1: is very. It's a very standard rubbery case that you see on, I don't know, like an iPad, a kid's iPad. It's a standard rubber. It's a nice rubber. Honestly, I kind of wish that the cases, that the phone cases, were just made of rubber. It's a pretty good rubber. If you've ever experienced the iPhone. Um, the uh, Apple's standard iPhone rubber case. It's something like that. It's a good case. Um, It adds some thickness, but I guess the best part of that one would be that you can, there's this stand, that there's this very cool metal ring that's oval shaped and that you can carry it around like a briefcase. And I enjoy that so much, even though that's so impractical and increases the likelihood that the screen is going to bump into something. (laughs)
0: i yeah i don't know i i i I wonder if holding it like a handle like that is an intended use on google's part because the the photos that i've seen of you doing that are a little unsettling yeah
1: it's officially when you put the when you when you lay the ring all the way flat uh google imagines that you can like put the tablet up on a like if you're sitting on the back of an airplane and there's a hook on the back of your seat you can put it up there and just watch video that way for a better angle um, that's the official use case not a briefcase I, <laughs> I i do have to make that clear but this techno tablet briefcase is quite cool i'm i'm guilty of that
0: i mean i'm just thankful that google has found a way to get you to use a case i i didn't think it was possible
1: oh yeah i'm the, the, the role of our podcast here is that I hate cases. I never use them. I hate screen protectors too but um, story for another day. but yeah um, with that with that design of the pixel tablet out of the way the case it's I would put it out that I think some people will enjoy that this is a grippy tablet maybe it's slightly grippier than a standard metal unibody but at the same time it's an acquired this feel the this texture is an acquired taste which i know seems really reflective of google's mo when they're designing hardware is that things need to have a unique aspect um the most obvious unique aspect of this is a smart display which we'll talk about in a bit but with the hardware too they decided to do something unique um and there's some room for
0: refinement let's put it that way fair enough so let me think so how is it as a tablet so we're gonna we're gonna get to the smart display things later but just as an android tablet like you, you own a galaxy a Tab- 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 8. s8 yes yeah, so how how is it compared to that it's uh, uh two
1: it's tablet. It's an Android tablet. I think Ben had this when he was talking about the OnePlus tab. It's an Android tablet. It's the most refined an Android tablet has been in the modern era, I would say. Because Android is very good on this. Android 13, uh, it's running QPR3 out of the box. It's very polished. It's the animations, material used, delightful. I... I can multitask with two apps easily, as well as with a picture in picture for YouTube. It just, it works great. It's a great expression of Android. And honestly, I think that you buy the Pixel Tablet, not necessarily, but you buy the Pixel Tablet as a tablet purely because Android is so good and it's come so far. And I couldn't say, I I couldn't say about that even last year.
0: So you would say that the stock uh, experience of it, you know, the the Google, vanilla, Android experience with Pixel enhancements, of course, is better or more refined than even uh, One UI on tablets?
1: Yeah, I would, I would say that. One UI, It there's Samsung in the very typical of them, maybe characteristic of them, um, they throw a lot of options at you. Uh, let's take windowing for example they have this pop-up mode where you can just have a phone-sized window open um android google's take on android does not have that it just has standard split screening and i would say it's it's very it's simple it's straightforward you can split screen two apps there's i would say that's why it's so smooth out of the basicness of it uh, that contributes to the stability um but the, the besides the system working so well, the other thing to credit here is that the Android app teams have spent, I don't know, uh, 18 months, the past you well know, year or so, are uh, really updating all the first party apps for this. And their experience is excellent. Google Keep, um, there's so many apps with two column UIs with uh, rail navigation so that it's at the left instead of a uh, bottom bar at the bottom of the screen. Uh, taking up screen space. It's just everything is polished. If you're all in on the Google
0: ecosystem, again, I think this is the best expression of all that work Google has put in. So so what would you say uh, is a reason to get this one instead of saying, oh, I don't know, like, let's say the OnePlus Pad gets updated to Android 14. In theory, it should have all of this, many or all of the same improvements that Android has been working on and all of the same apps that Google has been updating for the Pixel tablet should work just as well on something like the OnePlus Pad or Galaxy Tab S8. Well, what do you think separates the Pixel tablet that makes it better or smoother?
1: So I think the Pixel launcher, again, this is made by the Pixel team, th- This, and this is Android, the base layer, but the customization, customizations made of the Pixel team, I think are worth it in the Pixel launchers in specific. There's a, I really like the home screen layout, um, of even as something as simple as having the search bar at the bottom as part of your dock. I use that. It's so, it's very fast to launch apps. That's how my preferred way of launching apps is by searching. Um, by typing out with the keyboard. It's smooth, it's, again, it's a lot, all the stuff in the Pixel phone, but larger. And it's, I'd say the design features are thoughtful, the two column UIs. Um, quick settings is very good. Um, to cut, directly compare with the Tab S8, Samsung is still using a single column layout for quick settings and notifications. Um, On the Pixel tablet, you have quick settings on the left with the docked media controller, which is one of the best parts of this, always having the media controls docked on the left hand of the screen. And on the right, you have a feed of notifications. It's stuff like that, which I think makes... As a Pixel device, it it will be the first to get Android. It will always be the first to get Google's ideas on... How it wants to evolve the experience. And I think that's what you're paying for. You're paying for Google's singular vision on how Android and watch screens should work, unadulterated by any skins or anything like that. And on top of that, come, presumably, come Android beta season next year, that you'll be getting access to these features first. You'll be getting to the optimizations first. And while Samsung has improved greatly in terms of, um, getting their betas out faster, um, the the Pixel experience is still first, basically.
0: That makes sense. So uh, you mentioned the keyboard earlier, and it reminded me that Google hasn't really launched anything with, or isn't launching any accessories with the Pixel tablet that, screen productivity the only two the only two accessories are the one that's in the box which is the dock and you can supposedly buy other docks down the line Mm -hmm. and the case there's no keyboard there's no stylus Uh, i mean there's rumors of a stylus being in development but there's no stylus in the box there's no stylus from google that you can buy um so this doesn't seem to be a productivity device at the moment how have you been using it for these past couple weeks
1: so yeah um productivity is when i previously spoke to google they were they did, did not want to rule this out as just a content consumption device they were they when they were talking about productivity they pointed to workspace um the, the workspace optimizations um in this case like again the two column uis in gmail the Google Drive is really well done on this. Google Calendar is always the That's perhaps how they see the productivity story for this, for this device. Um, that's not enough if for an actual productivity device, a keyboard is the bare minimum here. And it's a shame that you, your only option is just using a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, there should be some kind of dark case solution to mimic a laptop. That's the best way to do it, but we don't have that. Um, so in terms of how I've been using it as a productivity device, uh, for us, it's of course like uh, having the WordPress app, seeing stats, and analytics, that kind of stuff. That works on here. Triaging email is always bigger on the better screen. Um, but it's it's I haven't been I I haven't been doing a lot of long form writing on it. I th- I did a bit of a session with uh, Google Keep and its d- split keyboard, which Gboard was one of the better. They did some good optimizations to make this work. Um, basically, there Gboard the split keyboard is quite good, and it's also given how wide the screen is, it's the only way. You can really type when you're holding it uh,
0: by tap it by the sides. Yeah, see that that just seems awkward, but I I guess you always do have the option of Bluetooth, like you were saying. And yeah, I'm I'm I don't know. I just never really liked <laughs> typing on a tablet. Like I I've, I've had the S tab S six or S seven for quite a while, and yeah, S seven. I've had that for quite a while, and I just have never gotten good at typing on it. Like so yeah i mean but um i think another another thing was like they've been doing a big push for widgets because now you have this much larger home screen to work with. yes i have a home
1: screen full of widgets um i have a google task google keep uh gmail and calendar all on one i can fit it all on one uh home screen it's to the right of my main home screen um yeah it's it's nice and glanceable um in that respect, I, the, the Gmail widget needs to be a bit more, uh, it would be nice if you could take more action that besides archive and scroll, um, it's more actions would be nice in that regards. Um, even maybe even closer to the email, the action options you have on the standard Gmail notification. Um, I think widgets do, Play a big role in, the producti- in productivity in terms of being able to grant at your information, um, but otherwise, in terms of in terms of a- actual creation, there's no stylus. Even um, we thought they're going to re- Google was going to release the first party stylus. They may still decide to, but looking at this right now, um, pre tear hound, I there's no obvious place for this to charge. Um, we were having some fun speculating at, a few months ago. Are they going to use the pogo pins on the back to charge to charge the stylus? Is is it going to be at a permanent slant when you charge your tablet because you have a round cylinder on the back? It's is it going to be on the on the on the bezels on the white on the white black bezels of the screen? There's no obvious charge point here, and I don't know what if it's too late for Google to have like a native uh, styles experience on this Pixel Tablet, or they, or whether they have to uh, wait for second generation and design it end to end.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of when we saw all these things in development and we saw that there was going to be a dock and we actually saw that there were two docks in development. And, and before we learned that the difference between the docks was one has a speaker and one doesn't, and Google seems to have just canceled the speakerless dock. Uh, we thought that maybe just, again, assuming that there was going to be some productivity here, we assumed that maybe the dock could have a a charger for the stylus, but. Again, that just fell through. We never saw anything about any of that. so it's it's just one doc and it's just the speaker dock.
1: Mm-hmm. which yeah, it's like if they if this had a stylus, if this had like note taking capabilities, which were queries that we've been tracking Google's development on it from the lock screen to be able to quickly launch a note, uh, which is something that Chrome OS. On the Pixelbook had years ago, on the original Pixelbook, you had that shortcut for launching for starting a Google Keep Note immediately for stylus
0: notes. That's you mean the Pixel the Pixels. Uh, you mean the Pixel Book also the had, had a dedicated <laughs> a, a dedicated, dedicated stylus accessory that launched alongside of it and had, was in the same colors and the stylus that they relaunched with the Pixel Slate to match the Pixel Slate's midnight blue colorway? and Required,
1: uh, what is it? A uh, A A battery, it was one of those tiny oh, things. Yeah.
0: quadruple A. I forgot about that. Quadruple I never actually got to a. touch the pickle, never got to touch the pixel pen. So,
1: oh, I, I can bring mine, it's next time. Uh, but yeah, it's if if this had style support, if this had a fantastic note taking experience, I feel like productivity could have been a little bit higher that i could have said that it was a little bit more that there was a case for this being an excellent productivity device but without a keyboard actually have a stylus
0: of keyboard what would you take i'm curious um if i only had to pick one yes oh one. man okay so i would favor keyboard but uh-huh. i that I don't want to lock that in yet because it could be a bad keyboard, and you can always fix a bad keyboard by putting by buying a Bluetooth keyboard and just connecting it that way. Like, but like it, it, yeah. I, I think I would prefer a keyboard, but if it was a bad one, then yeah, I would want the stylus instead. If I if, if I could choose.
1: And you okay? So Google has their Hush keys. I think that's what they call them. They have excellent keys, even when they were the circular chiclet things on the Pixel suite. They're very good at making quiet keys that are comfortable. Um,
0: but that's true. If if the Pixel Tablet's keyboard was as good as the Pixel Book, oh yeah, hands down, I'd want that keyboard.
1: But but remember the contraption—it was that origami contraption that that thing had. Uh, it's I. In my review, I was the thing again. Like Google likes to make unique things, and I feel like they would totally try to do that with a keyboard. And I actually kind of wanted to do something more like the Apple, the iPad's Magic Keyboard, in which it's not an origami case, in which it's basically one piece with some metal bending. I would have preferred that approach more, but given that the contact points um that the pogo pins at the bottom i feel like we would have been in for more for a more standard design which is fine but it's not maybe nothing original and i guess that's also the roadmap for all these other third parties making their own accessories which uh, they're fine but they're not they're never usually that great
0: Okay, so we talked a lot about the uh, the productivity or lack thereof, depending on which side of uh, the fence you fall on. But um, so h- how is it for content consumption, the clear dominant effort for the Pixel tablet? Content consumption. So again, like with optimized apps, YouTube
1: Music, I think has the best UI for it. It's this dual column UI. Audio sounds great. Um, you do somewhat... Cover when you initially get the Pixel Tablet, I'm sure you'll end up covering the bottom speaker slot when holding it. But eventually, your hand just naturally adapts, and that's not an issue. Um Yeah, four speakers, a quad speaker, array, two two on the left and two each on the left and right sides. And then when you pair it on the on the charging speaker dock, it's noticeable that you get a better audio experience um and the uh, the seamless it seamlessly switches the moment you place your tablet on the charging speaker dock it immediately switches those pogo pins transfer data as well it's not like a bluetooth connection or whatever it's direct it's and that's why it makes it so good i would say um you get a better experience Uh, it's louder it's Google tried to beat second-gen Nest Hub in terms of audio quality. They weren't going after the Nest Hub Max, and I kind of wish they went for the Hub Max.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is their premier product. It, it makes sense that they would want to go big, especially since this is seemingly replacing both the Nest Hub and Nest Hub Max.
1: I think uh, it replaces, It has a higher chance of replacing. The Hub Max is the one that I'm not confident on in terms of a product category. It's... What two twenty nine? It's often discounted to fifty bucks one seventy nine. Even at that, it is it's, like, it's still significantly cheaper than the Pixel Tablet, um, before discounts or anything. But I think that is the one that's most uh the, the future of that ta- of that of that product category is the one I would say is we strike to get a second generation.
0: Right. So why not actually follow through and make this uh, make this charging dock speaker actually sound good. I mean, they they have the experience doing it. They've released so many speakers over the years that they could have matched that quality. I, the Nest
1: Audio is not bad. It's a pretty good speaker for the price. Right,
0: right. I, th- I have two of them and just bought a third one. Like, I, they're, they're great speakers.
1: This is not better than Nest Audio, Um, I would say. And the thing is, once, this is the wild part, once the tablet is not docked, you can't do anything with that charging speaker. It's not an—it's not a standalone cast target, as far as we can tell, as backed up by the FCC stuff. There's no radios in that thing. It's just—it's just this weird object in your house, this pill-shaped object that has a pretty ugly front surface that you can't really do anything with. Who <laughs> should have put up a clock or something or something fun because? when in, when it's not charging it's this awkward form in your house you can't do anything with it that's a wire sticking out it's just weird and
0: it's a shame yeah i'm intrigued to see how long the pixel tablet is able to live in my kitchen because my intention is to replace my kitchen nest hub with the pixel tablet but if i'm using the pixel tablet then what am i going to do when my wife is trying is in the kitchen trying to or you know or vice versa right if somebody's trying to set timers in the kitchen and someone else is using the pixel tablet uh you know that there there's a there's a mismatch there, so i don't know i'm 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 intrigued to see how uh how that goes and if I even bother to continue using it in that way
1: yeah it's it, so i have the the i have the charging speaker dock on my desk replacing my nest max so that it's like right, it's right next to my laptop it's it's right there so that I have basically have another screen uh, pointing at me um, throughout the day, throughout the workday. And in that regard, it's been fantastic because the thing I've always wanted out of the, the Nest Hub Max is to be able to do more. And now I just have the full Android app experience and it's been fantastic. I'm, use, I'm using it to listen to so much more music because the full YouTube Music app, it's right there, it's excellent. You can search, you can browse, you can do playlists. then you have YouTube and Google TV even. That's been a pretty good directory, taking you to other apps and finding where content is available. It's, I'm using it so much more as a content consumption device and as well as like casual browsing because it's an arm's reach away from me. I think some people will appreciate that. Like I know so many people have a Nest Hub like under their monitor, basically. Um, and they just have it permanently affixed there as like a, sm- a smart home controller. And for $4.99, this is a bit pricey. I think you have to want to have an Android tablet on your desk and justify it. But if you can get over that hump you can do... S- it's a full computing device. It has Chrome. It has... The full Play Store, it's a significantly better watching experience because the YouTube app is just good, so much better than the cast experience. So, if you can, if you can justify it, and like as a dedicated companion device, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's on on that companion front, we, there is support for like viewing your phone's Google Messages among other things on there so i mean there's some uh companion like abilities to it so i, I mm. guess that makes some sense
1: yeah and it's it, you the biggest screen is bad for browsing the web obviously it's i think you can get over that hump it's like a, it's the best companion device ever it's less of us it's i call it a smart display pro basically it's it's natural evolution of smart displays on these cheap hardware devices into something that runs for Android. And right now, Android does a lot. It can do a lot. And I think it's it's been, I've been using it just so much more because it's right there.
0: That makes sense. So uh, I think the last big part that we haven't really touched on is how is the Pixel tablet as a smart display like just the smart display stuff like your weather frog and (laughs) casting and things like that and you better talk about the frog the frog is very important to me
1: yes so uh, on on so when you put the pixel tablet on the hub on the charging speaker dock you enter hub mode Um, this it again it jumps into it quickly it immediately starts charging it transfers audio as i said earlier and it'll eventually start your screen savers. You have some of the full screen clocks you're familiar with on uh, on any smart display. And then you have the weather frog makes a return. It's a perfect one for one. The thing you experience on your smart display on your Nest Hub is back on this Pixel tablet. There's also the, um basically a conditions wallpaper uh, screen saver, which just shows like the current weather conditions, sands, fog. Um, you you can obviously do Google Photos, you can do galleries, kind of stuff. All that is there, and it's it's nice. You can it's it's so much smoother. It's uh, and having a higher screen, hey, it's worth it compared to whatever was on the Nest Hub and the Nest Hub Max. Um, so you can launch Assistant by long pressing on the power button, um, which I've, I've, I've liked that a lot, actually, because on the Nest hubs today, you can you can do that by uh, swiping up and getting to that shortcuts thing, those app shortcuts thing. Well, they're not really apps. They're just shortcuts. There's an assistant shortcut on the Nest today. You can do the same, but um, it's so much better. The button press that works seamlessly. Um, so in terms of casting behind the scenes, which I think our audience will be very interested in. So there's it's it runs a, a Chromecast built-in app, which is an app similar to something you find on Android TVs. One-to-one the one same,
0: actually. One-to-one one one the same. It is the same app. I mean, it's, there might be some some tweaks to it, but like it's the same app, uh, package name, same version, same everything is what you can find on Android TV today.
1: It's uncanny.
0: This is the app that
1: handles all the streams, so when you issue a voice command and the tablet is locked, um, okay, let's say you do a music, you ask for it to play music. It does that. It brings the exact same now playing controls that you have on the Nest Hub on any smart display. It's the same UI. It's the same. Um, it's perfectly identical. Here, So here's the funny part. When you unlock your tablet, that will keep playing. That will... The, you'll still have access to that cast stream. Um, you, the notification that appears is not a native one from like the YouTube music app. It's, it's a cast session. And the weird, funny thing is that if you look up in recents, you have this full cast session open just as any other app. It appears in multitasking as its own window. And you can do wild stuff as like, including like split screening this past session window it's weird it's arguably y- y- users shouldn't be able to in- encounter this craft, but it's right there and it's kind of wild
0: yeah i mean uh, but uh notably one thing that you were noticing is that uh despite it being the exact same chromecast built-in app the Pixel Tablet is not taking advantage of uh, Cast Connect that was brought to Android TV.
1: Yeah, so with Cast Connect, when you issue a Cast command, as of a few years ago, uh, the the native app, the native streaming app, will handle it. Will will so that you're not having a so that you have a one for one experience as a native app, and that developers have full control of it. That is not happening on. On on the Pixel Tablet today, it seems like in theory that should come later. In terms of this is just the the day one experience. It's just Google taking the resources it has today and optimize and and just making getting the product off the ground after however long in development. Um, that's that seems to be the story for the Pixel Tablet in terms of the software experience. It's it's still a smooth experience. Nothing breaks. I would, it everything works. But the the it should be a bit more abstracted. Really,
0: I don't know why this just came to mind, but uh, I just thought about the idea of like if Stadia had survived this long, which oh. R I P. But imagine I'm trying to imagine what would happen. It, like, would you be able to cast it to the Pixel Tablet or you, I don't know. Abs- I,
1: Absolutely. It's you absolutely would have been able to do that. And you could have paired <laughs> the controller and all that would have worked because otherwise that clunkiness aside, it's it fully works. It's you can add as a speaker group when, when it's docked, of course. You can add the pixel tablet to any speaker group. It it just works. It's just that it's it's literally this a Nest Hub. The smart display UI that OS that cast experience grafted onto a Pixel Tablet, and that is somewhat surprising, but it works.
0: Oh man, that's exciting! I'm I'm really looking forward to my pre-order coming in.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Pixel Tab, in short, I would say the Pixel Tablet is a content consumption device. That's it has a good it has an okay productivity experience without the key, without a dedicated keyboard. It's the apps are really good. That's the saving grace of these things. The, all the workspace apps, Gmail drive, Google has put a lot of work into optimizing it. And I say that makes the productivity experience good. Um, not great because great would have been Google actually building, um, natural accessories and a stylus and whatnot so it's a primary primarily a content consumption device with a smart display ui on sitting on top of it it's it's a smooth experience google mostly works it out in terms of this is this is the best smart display you'll ever
0: use man that's that's exciting in and of itself Mm. so Yeah, it it kind of like uh, it's kind of like with the the ability to be a companion. It kind of reminds me of like a smartwatch that you can watch movies on.
1: (laughs) That is an interesting way to put it. Yeah, it's you can do a lot more. Uh, It can absolutely do a lot more. But it's a, I think like the the future where Google can really feature drops with the Pixel Tablet going forward is like this companion aspect. I think there's something there that makes the pixel tablet, that could make the pixel tablet really interesting. Um, there's something there. And I think if Google keeps working on that aspect, I think this companion angle could be really interesting.
0: Well, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out.
1: Yes, it's finery here. And I guess it's a good start that we finally have it. So, yeah, that is the pixel tablet finally is like really a, f- a fitting summation of all of it um mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you for listening you can find us on youtube and google podcasts pocketcasts and your favorite podcasting platforms um see you next week see ya bye, bye.